Turn Mayhem. Midterm Mayhem. Every day at 4.05, we bring you the madness, the mayhem that is the 2022 midterm election. Uh, Some volume, Pablo. All right. So yesterday, we certainly brought you some mayhem. Uh, As we had Mark Fincham, the Republican on, uh, he's running for uh, Secretary of State. What is that that he said about us yesterday? Um, You're winners. You guys are a joke. Oh, that's right. I forgot. He thought we were funny. And no, I don't think that was it. Uh, I think we learned a lot about Mark Fincham, who he is, what he stands for. He's a conspiracy theorist. There's no doubt about that. And listen, we went at it. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. Because here's the deal. You all have to make a decision on who you're voting for. Okay? Uh, so yesterday, um, we grilled Mark Fincham, who's a Republican. Today, we've grilled Adrian Fontes, who's running against Mark Fincham. Fontes is a candidate for a secretary of state. He's a Democrat. I want you to listen just a couple minutes of this, because here's the deal. Fincham brought something up yesterday about Fontes. We said, OK, I don't know if this is true. Let's put Fontes on and see if Fincham is right. Yeah. OK. It's fair so, thing. I, I think it's fair. OK, here's here's how it started. Take a listen. This is our interview with Adrian Fontes. Here's what Fincham said about you. When you indiscriminately try to mail ballots, like Adrian Fontes tried to mail 200,000 ballots to people that didn't even ask for them. Okay, so Fincham's biggest criticism of you is that you mail 200,000 early ballots to people who didn't ask for them in 2020. Did you do that? No. You didn't? No, I didn't. Okay. Okay. I wanted to because that was the outset of the of the pandemic. People were scared to death. They didn't want to leave their homes, and I wanted to make sure that we ensured that their constitutional rights were upheld. And so, like we do in municipal elections all over the place, like we do in school board elections all over the place, I figured eligible voters could get their ballot in the mail, which at the time uh, was not prohibited by law. But we never got a chance to argue in front of the court because once the attorney general uh, filed their suit. They didn't follow through. So we never had a chance to actually have the argument, number one. I never actually mailed the ballots, number two. And Mr. Fincham forgets that Americans have a right to vote. And as the chief election administrator in Maricopa County at the time, I wanted to ensure that right, even if people were scared to death of leaving their houses because they, at the time, thought they were risking death. So, yeah, Mr. Fincham, uh, not advocating for voters uh, and then lying about it. So I, I, I I resent the fact that he said that I, A, broke the law, which I didn't, and B, actually mailed ballots, which I didn't. He, he needs to, he needs, here's the problem. He thinks your listeners aren't going to check facts. And he's taking your listeners for fools. And I think that's disrespectful. I have more respect for your listeners than that. Well, you know, Hobbs wasn't Hobbs wasn't thrilled with you, right? She was upset with you because, you know, she said at one time that it was up to you. You would have just mailed all the ballots uh, to voters early. And when you ask, when we got this giant mess, Adrian, about all this craziness going on, blanketly sending out ballots, you wonder why people are a little suspicious. Uh, they can be suspicious. Well, well, I, I or they're trying to blanket send out ballots. It's, it, it, you're, you're asking the question as if it is de facto not a thing we do. We do send ballots to every registered voter, for example, in Tempe for their municipal elections. Nobody asks for those. We send them. In Chandler for their municipal elections. Nobody asks for those. 
we send them. Every off-year school board election, water district elections, fire district elections, we send every voter their ballot by mail, whether or not they're on the permanent early vote list. This whole thing is 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 is, is just showboating, making it as if that's not allowed in law, making it as if that was a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. It's common practice in Arizona. And Fincham and his people have tried to frame it as if it's against the law. It wasn't. That was common practice at the time. And I'm, I'm but, a little but upset. Sending out for the presidential that. is not the same as a local election. And their well, cities. Let's, let's, okay, but let's be clear. Who was on the ballot? There were not presidential candidates on the ballot. Those are delegates to a political convention that could change the rules at any minute as to who those delegates could vote for. The primary, the presidential preference election in Arizona isn't an actual election for an actual elected official. It's a political exercise that the parties have hijacked and they make the state pay for it. This but, is not an official office. But would it have been illegal? It's a political exercise, and it would not have been illegal at the time. I keep saying we never had a chance to make the legal argument. The injunction came into place. We didn't have time to mail them. We didn't get a chance. And then Brnovich withdrew the suit because he knew he would lose on the merits. So Hobbs was lying a, when she wrote you that says no, calling your Hobbs actions was illegal? Hobbs, Hobbs didn't say my action was illegal. Hobbs didn't like what I did. And by the way, Democrats can disagree on things. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And that's but I'm okay. looking at what she said she wrote, and, I'm, and you're telling me she didn't write that. What I'm saying is we never had a chance to have a judicial determination of whether or not it was legal. So her opinion is like my opinion on which waffles I like better. Until we have an actual process to determine that, it is what it is. I tried to save voters' constitutional rights. Yes, I did that. I advocated for voters first. Yes, I did that. I used a common practice that has been exercised in Arizona elections for years and years and years. Yes, I did that for voters because they were scared to death of leaving their houses. And everybody's jumping on my tail for this, and I'm not going to back down. Voters come first when I'm in charge. But Voters' interests come first when I'm in charge. But and all of these people who are trying to impose more rules. I get it. I get it. But you can understand why people would worry a little bit about this, because there is worry that some places unilaterally just, you know, change the rules and send stuff out when against their constitution. Delaware Supreme Court, which is Democrat leaning, just Today. ruled that mail in ballots and, and you know, uh, same day registration is not constitutional. People have a worry about this. And then when stuff like this happens, it makes it seem like, well, maybe there was something there total apples and oranges you're conflating something in a place that has not had mail-in voting for 30 years established by republicans promoted by republicans the exercise of mailing ballots to voters in these district uh in these districts has been used by republicans my predecessor did it the bottom line is the facts don't work for that argument all right so midterm mayhem, uh, that was Adrian Fontes, candidate, secretary of state. He's a Democrat. Uh, that's a question that needed to be asked. So we asked it yesterday, a wild interview with Republican candidate uh, for secretary of state, uh, Mark Fincham. Um, I mean, you know, for me, if you're if you're a far right MAGA candidate, I just don't agree with you. 
It's not that I don't like you. It's a, I, it's not, I just don't, I just don't agree with much that you say. And Mark Fincham is, is the far, is, is the furthest to the right. Yeah. And he's just a guy that I, I said it yesterday. I don't trust him to count balls and strikes at my softball game. And I just don't. I think Adrian Fontes, former Marine, I think he's, I think he's much better for the job. But that doesn't mean that we don't put him on and grill him on that. Because I think he did a good job with that. Yeah. I think that you have to ask those questions. You know, and look, a lot of these people aren't going to answer the questions in full because, right. uh, but th- that's where you have to do your digging. And, and it's unfortunate that we live in a world where we have to, you know, we have to check 12 different sites to find the actual truth and then piece it together like a, like a puzzle. Yeah. All right. So uh, one more thing on midterm mayhem. It's kind of on the light side. Luis Gonzalez endorsed uh, Kerry Lake for governor. Uh, Does that make you not like him? Well, I'm a Yankees fan, so I don't really like the way he ended the World Series in 2001. (laughs) But I do think that his his, uh, World Series ring should be uh, taken away from him. Just because of that. <laughs> Singularly because of what you've done, sir. Well, listen, Gonzo's known, uh, well-known in Arizona. He's known as a, as a nice human being, uh, and he can endorse anyone he wants. And I just find it funny that a baseball player would get involved with that. I just do. <sighs> Kurt uh, Schilling. Well, I think Also Kurt- a part of that World Series team. Right. <laughs> All right. Has, uh, has dabbled in <laughs> politics, if you will. All right. Time for five spot. 602-277-KTAR. Here's your question. Anybody can can call in. Who's the one person you 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 will not vote for and why? And I'm talking Republican or Democrat, any party. Who's the one person you like? That's a definite no for me. 277-KTAR. Five spot is next uh on the Gatos and Chad show. All right, five spot where we put you on the spot about a news story everybody's talking about. That's the midterm election. 277-KTAR. Your question today, I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat, Independent. We take the first five calls and don't screen them. That's just why we want to make sure that we're uh, telling you exactly how we do this. So our question is, uh, tell us who's the person you're not voting for. Who's the one person you're saying, "Uh uh-uh, and tell us why. Any party. 277-KTAR. All right, here we go. Let's start with Dana in North Phoenix. All right, Dana, who's the one person you will not vote for and why? Has to be Mark Kelly. He's he's the top guy uh, uh, on the national stage. The Senate's a very, um, it's a very close race. I think that uh, we need something a little different. I, I, thanks for the call. I thought Blake Masters did a good job yesterday. Yeah, I did too. I think yeah, you know, I thought yesterday was much more of a kind of a, an old school retro debate where people well, talked. They had, it was actually decent, right? Yes, and, uh, and Victor, by, baby, he did a good job too. I got to tell you. Yeah. So yeah. that was a good debate yesterday. We carried it live at six o'clock, and I thought all of them did a pretty good job. But you know, Blake Masters, and this is a guy who has not denied the election, Chad. He's still in the running for this independent right here. Yeah. Okay? But if you've denied the election, that's the person I'm not voting for. Yeah. All right. Caller number one says Mark Kelly. Caller number two. Doug, who would you not vote for and why? Well, if we're limiting it, if we're limiting it to just this primary, yeah. or primary, <laughs> uh, midterm, yeah. I, have to, I have to agree and say Mark Kelly. He's an embarrassment to the state. Okay, just tell us why. Why is he an embarrassment? 
he's got, he said he ran on the idea that he was going to go to Washington and stand up for Arizona, mm-hmm. and I believed him. Okay. I didn't vote for him, but I believed him. And then he just goes and he, beca- uh, he becomes what, every, what everybody, all the hard right calls him. He's just a Democrat seat filler. So he's, he's just a, a, blanket, a blanket vote for Biden. Yeah, he's, okay. I mean, he's, he's Biden with no hair. Okay. <laughs> Except for he can go, I got two words for you, made in the USA. <laughs> you probably could do that better. All right, uh, Dan in Scottsdale, uh, who wouldn't you vote for and why? Well, I wouldn't vote for Carrie Lake. I don't think she's qualified. I think she's a total Trump yes person. I don't think she would uh, certify the presidential election here if, it was, if Trump was running, if it was anybody other than Trump. And I think if we got the trifecta of Republican rats in there, we'd have a big problem in our state with uh Masters, uh, Philanderer, whatever you guys interviewed yesterday, and Kerry Lake, I think it would be a disaster. All right. Okay. For We're asking you so the much. one person you won't vote for and why. We've got two votes for Kelly, one for Lake. Two quick calls, Chad. Uh, Tom and Gilbert, who would you vote for and why? I'm not going to vote for Katie Hobbs. Why is that? Well, she referred to Trump's space as neo-Nazis, and if you're going to demonize you know, that many people in Arizona... Tells me she's only going to be a governor for the Democrats. Fantastic. I appreciate your call. There are a lot of good people that love Donald Trump. I have plenty of friends who love Donald Trump. Do I understand it? No. But they're not bad people. No. All right. Here, last one. Mike in Phoenix, who wouldn't you vote for and why? Mark Stinchum. Why is that? Uh, He's just a crook. I mean, he he doesn't believe. He won't say that the, the vote was not correct. But he's saying that he wouldn't have uh, approved the vote in 2020. So I just, the man is scary to me. That's all. Okay, thanks so very much. What did he say yesterday to us? You guys are a joke. (laughs) You know what? That makes me know that I did my job yesterday. All right, thanks, everybody. So um, we got two Mark Kellys, one Lake, one Hobbs, and one Fincham. The one person you're not going to vote for uh, and why. All right, coming up next. My goodness, this is the third Friday that we've had breaking news about abortion in Arizona. What do we got? 1901? Is this on pause? All right, we're going to get you what you need to I know. I didn't even know it was in the running. I, I thought that was no thrown out a long time ago. We got a 20, 20, 15 week. We're going to... We're going to figure it out. Is Monica joining us? Monica Lindstrom will join us. She's a lawyer. She's smarter than us. She'll figure it out, and she'll join us next. She's very judgy. That's what I hear. I didn't know. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. I don't know what it is about Fridays, but this is the third Friday we've had breaking news about abortion in Arizona. It's unbelievable. I'm looking at a timeline of this thing. It looks like the list that Santa carries around. Yeah. And then has toys and and who to get the the toys to the kid. This is unbelievable. All right. So now the 1901 hit the pause button. Which we didn't. I didn't even know it was in play, man. Because we're talking 1864, 1854. Right. So there's a 15 week and then that's Ducey's one. And then they got the 1850. All right. What happened? Uh, joining us now is uh, Monica Lindstrom. She is uh, she's our legal expert. She's a judge, and she's going to tell us exactly what happened. All right. So what do we got? Is 15 weeks law of the land in Arizona now? 
It seems to be. So let's back up for a minute. So Arizona, before it became a state, had a law that outlawed all abortions except for one being necessary to save the mother's life, pretty much. And then Roe v. Wade came out in 1973, and the U.S. Supreme Court said you can't do that. So Arizona's old law was put on hold forever, many people thought. And then this summer, the U.S. Supreme Court said, nope, you don't have a right to an abortion. States have to decide individually if they're going to allow abortion or not. Just before that, Arizona passed a law allowing abortions up to 15 weeks, except uh, for the for the mother's health and life, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, Arizona... Bernovich took or went to court and said, we want the old law back. The old Arizona law needs to come back. And that court said, you're right. The old Arizona law is in effect. And then we had Planned Parenthood and others that appealed that decision. Today, the Arizona Court of Appeals put a stay on putting Arizona's old law back into place. Okay. Yesterday, we had a law, the old Arizona law, that said no abortions except to save the life of a mother. And we had the 15-week law, no abortions after 15 weeks. They were inconsistent and in conflict. Today, the Court of Appeals said, you know what? The trial court got it wrong. We're going to put the old law back on hold. And so that means the 15-week law is in play right now. All right, Monica. A woman now in Arizona can legally go and get an abortion, correct? Up to 15 weeks. Up to 15 weeks in Arizona. So it literally changed from one minute to the other. It did, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so what's important, though, is that this the Court of Appeals, when it put, it put the old law on hold, it basically said the trial court got it wrong. The trial court has a responsibility to look at all of Arizona's laws regarding abortion and harmonize them. It has a responsibility to do that. And the trial court didn't do that. And so the Court of Appeals thinks that the trial court was wrong. So what's the next step, Monica? Because, you know, the lawsuit's going to come lawsuit. I mean, this is going to end up at the Arizona Supreme Court, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what's going to happen now is each side will submit this big brief to the Court of Appeals, which is a big written argument. Um, All kinds of other organizations and people will submit briefs to the Court of Appeals as well or try to. The Court of Appeals will likely have oral argument. They'll come up with a decision. The loser will turn around and appeal it to the Arizona Supreme Court and will go through the process again. In the meantime, the old law is put on hold, but the 15-week ban is still in place right now because that became effective September 24th. Now, what's the reality? The reality is it might be hard to all of a sudden have abortions just pick up again right away. But there is that that time that they probably could do that right now. All right. Monica Lindstrom is joining us with the breaking news today. Uh, The 15 week abortion law is the law of the land. So, Monica, just tell us everything about the 15 week. Um, So what are the exceptions? A woman can get an abortion up to 15 weeks. Um, After that, it can only be to save the mother's life or for the mother's health. Not like, oh, I don't think I can have this baby. I won't be able to raise it. No, we're talking about it would have to save the mother's life to have the abortion. The law is tells doctors that they can't uh, perform the abortion. They can't help in any way. If they do after 15 weeks, then they can be prosecuted for it. 
Um, and the, the doctors actually have to submit documentation to the state that they believe that uh, the, the life of the, the baby is 15 weeks or less. I mean, there's a lot of hoops that you have to go through. There's a lot of responsibility on the medical providers. But as of right now, no one's overturned that law, and that became effective on the 24th. So there you go. I would say if any woman is considering this, they need to contact the provider and see what the provider's going to do. Yeah, because I think a lot of providers out there are still, like, wary of everything because they're still confused. Right, yeah, and I can understand that. This is very confusing. So this is good that it's already at the Court of Appeals Mm -hmm. so that we can become or get one step closer to having resolution for Arizona. So what is the exception, uh, rape, incest, what goes into this 15-week? No, 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 no. Right. No. There are no exceptions. Yeah. Except for the life of the no mother. No exceptions. Except for the life of the mother. Gotcha. Yep. So in the meantime, we've got an election coming up. So um, everybody's looking at the politicians, right, to see what they'll support or how things will change. All right. Monica Lindstrom, what will we do without you? Uh, we'll talk to you next Friday when they change the law again. Fantastic. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. All right. Maybe Monica we'll get one for the future. In 2042, it's ruled that this law is now on the books in 2022. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. To consider a 1901 law, to me, is insane. You put the 15 weeks up there, which is what happened. Then you take it away. Uh, you know, it's it's too confusing. 15 weeks, law of the land in Arizona. You just heard from Monica Lindstrom. All right. Uh, Becky Lynn's coming up in just a couple minutes. She's got more of the breaking news uh, about uh, a, a, it's the new abortion law. It's here. It's 15 weeks. The Gatos and Chad Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. That's us. We got a podcast called the Gatos and Chad Show Podcast. You're going to love it, right? If you love it the first time, you're going to really love it the second time. If you missed it the first time, shame on you. Grab it now. iPhone, your Android, you go subscribe. Gatos and Chad Show podcast brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get a higher price selling your home. Get guaranteed offers. Go to highestprice.com. That is higherprice.com. All right. Uh, we just said Monica Lindstromont. Our legal expert, and as you've been listening, or if you're just joining us, you've jumped in the car, you've asked Alexa to play KTAR, you're listening on your phone. So we have uh, abortion news in the state of Arizona. We all know at one point... Well, it, it is Friday, so... It's the third Friday that we've had breaking news on this. And I have to look, because, you know, it's breaking. Has Have we had three different, like, abortion laws, like, one week, the next week, it changed? Yeah. And then, I mean, I can't even keep it... Straight. I, I don't know where we stand because uh, I think in five minutes, by the time I, I we get back from Becky Lynn's, uh, uh, you know, news expansion, it's going to yeah. be another one. All right. So let's just give you the, 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 the bottom line. Here's what we asked Monica Lindstrom. A woman now in Arizona can legally go and get an abortion, correct? Up to 15 weeks. Up to 15 weeks in Arizona. So it literally changed from one minute to the other. It did. Yes. Okay. All right. It is up to 15 weeks. Which is what Ducey wanted. I think it's what most of Arizona, Arizona will wants. accept. You know, that was the one thing last night in the uh, uh, in the debate uh, in the Senate. You know, Kelly wouldn't answer the question about like, okay, look, just out of curiosity, let's keep it safe, legal, and let's keep it rare. But there needs to be a cutoff. What's the cutoff? No, there shouldn't be a cutoff. 
wouldn't answer the question. I don't know why it's so hard for some people to answer certain questions because they get stuck in this world of, oh, I don't want somebody on my side to yell at me on Twitter or something. Right. Silly. I think most people want 15 weeks. I think most people would like some exceptions, too. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So Blake Masters yesterday uh, at the Senate debate. I'm pro I'm pro life as a matter of conscience. I just told you what I believe the law should be right in Arizona as a voter. I support the 15 week law with all the exceptions. I believe in federal limits. I believe at a certain point, everybody of good conscience knows at five months, six months, my gosh, seven months. That is a baby. And we shouldn't be killing babies for no reason when they can survive outside the womb. 100 percent agree. 100 percent. Yeah, I don't think he was for that before, though. I think he's changed his stance a bit, but. Okay, you changed your stance. I don't know if you changed your mind because you're trying to get votes and win a seat, or if you've changed your mind because it was, it was, I thought Blake Masters was a guy. Listen, no, none, none, no, no, nothing, nothing there. No, no abortion whatsoever. But listen, you got to go with what he's saying now. You, you know, he says it's 15 weeks. That's what he supports. Um, I just think if you were to, if you were to take a poll of the, of, of Arizonans, they weren't for this 1901 thing. Yeah, they just weren't. Now, how about the fifteen week? Yeah, I think they were. I, I think that's. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the data nationwide, after the first trimester, it drops tremendously for support for choice, and by the third trimester, there is zero. There's like two or three percent. It is, it is not good. Yeah, it, there, there, are, there's almost zero women that carry their baby to term, wanting yeah. to have that baby and then kill the baby. Yeah. Just like, you know, no one's doing that. I know Carrie Lake said that the other day that, oh, what was it again? Yeah, it was there are women that are carrying their baby to term and then killing the baby. And I would say, Carrie, you know, that's well, not women, true. What do they say? She said Democrats want abortion after the baby's born, mm. which is which is not true. Murder, which is murder, right? which is mur murder. Uh, no, and, you know, and no okay. one's doing that, you know, uh, but here, this is the perfect example of the extremes on both sides control too much of an argument. The the, the rape and incest, less than one percent uh, infanticides in that third, you know, uh, trimester, less than one percent. So what do you have? You have extremes controlling a conversation, the flea wagging, the tail wagging the dog. This is where us common sense Americans come in and say we're taking back the bully pulpit. But will it change again? That's the thing. Well, we're so going right, to find out. Supreme well, Court. Exactly. Everything goes to where? A Supreme Court. So right now, it is uh, 15 weeks. That's the law of the land in Arizona. All right. We got the 5 o'clock hour coming up, man. We're going to expand. We're going to expand. We've got Becky Lynn. She'll give you all the news on the breaking news about uh, abortion in the state of Arizona. We've got a lot to get to. Uh, coming up uh, in the 5 o'clock hour, apparently Arizona's ruined New York City by ruined. sending migrants there. We've got a whole lot more. It is the Gatos and Chat Show. We're on 2 to 6.